This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is an iFanboy Books Blood podcast on Russian Olive to Red King. Fanboy Books Blood podcast on Russian Olive to Red King. My name is Connor Kilpatrick. I'm here with Josh Flanagan. Hello. And Ron Richards. Hello. What I like about Russian Olive to Red King is that on the spine, it just has one last name. Imminent. Imminent. That's all you need to know. Imminent. Even though there's two, there, there are two creators on this graphic novel. Not Imminent and Imminent. <laughs> like imminent. A, like a law firm. This is the Books Blood podcast that we do because our lovely patrons at patreon.com slash ifanboy uh, reached a certain level. And now we do a special show every month. One month it's a talk split where we interview somebody in the comics industry. And then the other month it's a Books Blood in which we discuss a graphic novel, trade paperback, collected edition, something outside the usual weekly grind of comics. And quick note that we, we mentioned this last time on our last show. On the first episode, we said it was a book that we would definitely be recommending. The second show, we, we did a book we had none of us had read before picking it. And the third show, same. So I think we're going to say most likely there are going to be books we haven't read or know well, about before we pick, pick yeah, them. Yeah, and I think, and I think, I, I think that, I mean, I would, and I don't know how you guys felt about this book, but you, you tell me, you know, Stuart Eminen working with his wife, Catherine Eminen on a graphic novel, even without reading it, I'm, I'm already inclined to think I'm going to like it for some reason. Sure, just but because I'm, I'm I, just saying I, we yeah. don't, there's no yeah. guarantee that we're going to sure, talk no about a book that we, that we wholeheartedly are endorsing. It's, I think it's actually more interesting this way, not knowing, yeah. not knowing what we're talking about. So this is Russian All the Red King from Ad House Books. <laughs> I mean, we know we know we know what we're talking about. We, we, we just don't, don't really. know the well, content. <laughs> written by Catherine Eminen, drawn by Stuart Eminen, one of our favorite artists in comics, and uh, it's a it's a how many pages is this? It's a it's a thick book. It's a lovely hardcover. But it cover. goes fast, and then it doesn't go fast. Yeah, it's not necessarily criticism. Let's dive into it. This was terrible. Really? Yeah. Really? Terrible. Oh, I had, I adored every page of this book. I loved it. It's a gorgeous book. He. Yeah. He's one of the best artists in comics. This was a disaster from a story point of view. Wow. Yeah. Uh, hang on. Before we hear what Josh thinks, uh, it's 176 pages, okay. published by Ad House Books. It was published in July of 2015. Josh, where do you fall on this? I loved it. Wow. I'm with you, Josh. I loved it. I will say there's basically there's two parts to this book, and that's, that's I guess, important to know. There's a comics-based sort of uh, first part. It's all sequential with just mind-blowing storytelling i thought yeah Stuart, yep. who is who is probably you know if not the best working comic book storyteller you know there's there's no one better well yeah we're gonna get into that but continue explaining second part is sort of a hybrid prose poetry 
sort of bit of storytelling. Yeah, more prose, not so much poetry. Yeah, yeah. but like the format of it is is almost poetic. Yeah, it's, I know, it's but, but 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 it's, there's no there was no. Yeah, no, no, I'm not talking about rhyming, but I mean, but it was, it was sentences. It wasn't, yeah, it, yeah, it, you know, it, I mean, it was, like a, it's definitely prose. It just, it's yeah. laid out, it's laid, it's laid out to look like, uh, I guess, poetry or whatever. It's I just thought a, it was laid out to look like he wrote it in his little book. Yeah, potentially. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I found, so, the, and, and that prose part represents the last quarter of the book. Yeah. I want to say, not, not, not a third. It's, it's not a half uh, or close. It's, it's not a half or, 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 or third. Yeah. I think it's about a quarter of the book. That being said, it goes on way too long. My only criticism of it would be that in that what happened was, at least for me, is I'm reading this, this, this story and we'll get into the story that I just got engrossed by. And, and, and we'll talk about Eminem's art because I feel like that's the, that's the, the, the key selling point for this. Um, and then it was like, you know, screech on the brakes, car spinning, and then, you know, complete change of direction. And at first I was like, I, I laughed because I'm like, oh, the guys aren't going to like this. And then as I got deeper into this story, by the end of it, I was as engrossed by the prose as I was by the graphic novel aspect of it. Not more so. Not more so. Not more so. I said, if not, like, I, I, yeah. I, I found myself, like, when the brakes got screeched on like that, I thought, oh, how long is this going to go for? And I kind of flipped and I was like, oh, Jesus, it's the rest of the book. Yeah. Because this other story sort of ends, we don't get go, we don't get resu- we don't get resolution. Which, which well, you do, except it's yeah. it's it's like oh, it, it isn't going to do that thing. That I guess we have to talk about spoilers. I don't know how to not do this otherwise. Yeah, yeah so spoiler spoiler warning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's a guy and a girl, Russian Olive and Red King. Olive takes off on a, a, a science trip up into the snowy mountains somewhere, presumably Canada. Yeah, BC, something like that. Plane goes down. She's going through the woods trying to survive for a while. But all the while, we go back and we see the the Russian king. <laughs> I'm gonna well, call well, him that. Can't remember his name. Yeah. Doesn't matter. They go. That's not the point. They go back to him, and he's sort of moping about in his life, and he's alone. And then basically, it, you, it occurs. You, you, you to You gloss over the fact. You gloss over the fact that she's in a plane crash and survives in yeah. the snowy tundra of Canada. We can get to all of that. Yeah, the point yeah. is, it ends. That part ends because she she's not gonna make it. She crawls in the cave to die, yeah. Yeah, and, and he realizes it. And we are so trained, I think, by by narratives to think, you know, there's going to be more to this, and there isn't. Yeah. She just didn't make it, and it's it's very sad. God, I wanted them both to die so bad so quickly. I couldn't stand either character. Wow. Well, well, well hang on. Well, hang on. And then, and then so then what I found interesting and, and what kind of ties it all together is, you, you know, you have this couple where she's some sort of researcher, or some sort of historian. And that's what she was. She was on a trip to go see Russian glyphs or something in Canada. And the plane crashes. Nobody knows that it was a day trip. Nobody, you know, like it wasn't logged. Nobody, you know, they can't find her. And meanwhile, her boyfriend, husband, whomever else, her partner is this guy named Red, who's an who's an artist. And he's in New York City. He's a writer. Is he a writer or an artist? He's a writer. No, he's. His column is constantly due, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, but it was about art. Like he's he's in the art world, right? Yeah, and and his um, gallery that he owned. Yeah, yeah, and he's supposed to write the 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 book to go with the with the with the with the exhibit, right? But he is just he, you know, he's missing her, and for half the story, he doesn't know that she's missing, and then he gets the phone call saying that she's gone, and you got this subtext of. You know, I was always waiting for her to leave. Like this, you get this idea of, you know, he had it in his head that the relationship wasn't going to work out. And even the guy, his partner, who's yelling at him, uh, his co- business coworker, who's yelling at him uh, about the work that's overdue, saying, you know, you know, you're, you know, you're horrible. She's just going to leave you, and that's whole that co- whole kind of thing. And then it jumps to the prose, and it's him writing about his estranged father, 
and you get and that, so then for me at least it brought the circle back to his character at least as to why he was so you know resigned to the fact that she was not that she was going to leave him right probably not in the way that that she ended up leaving him but um you know and you go deep into his kind of character but yeah this was just it was it was dark and it was unsatisfying like it didn't feel yeah. good but no. um the thing I, is I, I still loved it yeah. i really like the style of the prose there were parts where i was like oh it's really well written yeah. Even from a character standpoint, I felt that a lot. I am curious, uh, Connor, if you would like to elucidate on what it was you didn't like. Uh, it was completely pointless. I didn't like any of the characters. If you want to Why? read a story about a guy who mopes around for 100 pages, be my guest. Just talk to I, me. Don't, I don't want to. <laughs> there was no point to it. I got about three quarters of the way through, and I was like, there's no point to the story. I didn't learn anything about any of these people. I didn't learn anything about life. It was just a woman wandering around the woods until she died and a guy moping around in his bed. And it was it was zero. This was like the exhibit A for pretentiousness. It definitely falls in the category of I don't, don't self indulgent or, but it's very much that pretentious, self indulgent, but like that alternative comics. I mean, it was published by Ad House Books. And art if you're for art's sake. It, yeah, art it, art for art's sake, exactly. And that, but it didn't say anything. Art has to say something. This says nothing I don't know about that that's anything. That's not true. I don't think it said anything about anything. I think the style with which it's done something, as far as just uh, coming up with a, a tone with a, a sort of feeling that was combined in who these people are, what they're going through, and the way that the art looked. I found myself continually looking at those photos that were under the prose. There were just yeah. four or eight pictures that just kept repeating of... It took me a while to figure it's broken glass. He's throwing yep. rocks through the glass, yeah. Yeah, that made me... It's one of those things where it's almost more like an abstract art where I kind of had to think about what it was that it meant to me, if anything. And then, and then, what, what's interesting is that it, the book ends on a photograph of that building. Yeah, which you know is kind of I like the kind of tying into the real world, and and who knows what the inspiration for the story was, or whatever. But yeah, but Josh, I mean, you know, Connor, I I I, I find myself agreeing with both of you because like you're right, like the I didn't know enough about the woman about Olive to know if she was a good person or not. Or uh, care because I did not care what happened to her. Well, I cared because I was sad because I, 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 they did a good job of establishing that this is a couple that is firmly in love. Did they? How'd they do that? In the beginning, just in the, I felt, I, I, I just, I felt it from, from re seeing how they interacted and their whole, their goodbye and them in bed together. I thought that was very, that was very couple. It was nice. It was a it felt realistic, you know? I agree with you. The the character of Red, the boyfriend or the husband or whatever, was very mopey and didn't really do anything. Just let this stuff happen to him. You know, he he sure. even went and re you know before she's dead, he's returning a gift he had got her. You know, that was very kind of callous. Um, but the prose, I felt as if you know, gave me more shape to this person. And the you know the 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 striking last the last shot of him in front of the building with the dog. You know, where all he's got left is this dog and a building of broken windows, I thought, from an art standpoint, as a metaphor, was was depressingly touching. But above all, the saving grace is just is how my main thought of this is that if we never read Stuart Eminem on Next Wave or on Avengers or on, you know, what it, with the thing he did with Miller, if he was just an alternative indie art house graphic novelist. He would. I think we would still rave about how amazing he is because this, his cartooning on this was just it's one of the. This is some of the best looking work he's done, and he also likes colored yes. it too. And it's it's yeah, got a really yeah. great orange tone to it. The sequence but, but also, where the plane goes down. It's a two page yeah. spread, and it just like one of the things that I noticed that he got to do here that he doesn't get to do in other stuff is he completely got to take his time with stuff. So when you see Red like 
laying in bed. They sort of show him laying in bed. They cut to the slippers on the floor. They cut to the clock. Like they really got to take their time with it. And you're like, what is this guy who is a defining superhero, you know, storyteller? How does he do something else? And I found that really interesting. I, I, and yeah, I, I agree. With the, I, the 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 breathing of the art, but also just the simplicity of his figures. Like he. Yeah. He was drawing people with much less lines and much less definition than he did the super the superhero comics. And if you, ask, I like this style better. It's interesting to see how he's evolved from the old days. This is even cartoonier than what we've seen from him. Recently. Yeah, I mean, Red's got a really tiny sort of cartoonish nose uh, that would never work in a real person. Yeah, but there's also shades of his original style in the mostly in the background work that almost looked always looked sort of photo referenced. You know, that kind of style. Yeah, he's 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 got a very interesting melding here of his two art styles. There's a um, shot of her like walking up through a bunch of trees, so it's sort of like a big landscape shot. Yeah, and and I just spent time like looking at how he drew all the trees. Oh yeah, totally. I, like all, all the all the landscapes, all the all the buildings in the city, all of the um the, and again the the coloring and the the use of light and shading and stuff like this were just like he really you know oh I, I just turned to the page of the big. Uh, landscape with the uh, the plane is crossed and uh, the plane is crashed and she's walking away from it and it's just all those trees um, yeah. and the sun and the sun is in the distance like that's yeah. a great page yeah oh it's beautiful but um but that said maybe it's it's the the typography nerd me I hated the lettering <laughs> I just didn't like the I don't know if it's hand lettered or I don't know how they handle it but I hated that the tall Tall font. Skinny font, yeah. yeah, tall skinny font. Yeah, I just didn't like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, Connor, I don't. I I get where you're coming from, and I don't say disagree, but I just, I just, I I liked it more. I just, it felt, it felt like a a good graphic novel that I would pick up in San Diego one year and and just get lost in, and it's just a self contained thing that it exists to exist, you know. Also, just this is a thing with Ad House. Uh, the book is the book itself, the object of the book. It's gorgeous. It's a nice book. Yeah. It's, nice it's a really nice package. It's got sort of this great paper. Yeah, yeah paper like, stock, yeah. It well like the outside is sort of like a paper bag coating and it's kind of, it's embossed with a couple of different colors. Uh it's in, it's like a really nice uncoated paper inside. Like the design of it is just super solid. Uh and it smells great. It it's a great yeah. smelling book. <laughs> yeah, Ad House, Ad House does Ad House has always been one of those publishers that they do great stuff that I wish I could get them all, but they you know like they they it's not all. Not everything is always for me. Like a lot of J- Jim Rugg's early stuff or Jim Rugg's only stuff came out of uh, yeah. Ad House. Yeah, I just I just like the the approach they take to it. To the you know the as a you know for what for your money's worth as a graphic novel, this is a great book to put on the shelf. Um, yeah. Just you know in terms of looking, I mean it, I mean it's listed under like on the back of it. I'm looking at it's listed graphic novel slash romance, and it it it, it is. A romance book, but it's just tragic. It's I think that that's what it is. It's just a tragedy. It doesn't end nicely. I would question where the romance is, but that's I mean that's all personal. I don't find anything romantic about this book. Okay, it's almost about the aftermath of it. Yeah, I mean they love each other. I think that's and so this is what happens in sort of his all of his uh, insecurities are brought out by it. Afterwards, he doesn't feel like something horrible has happened to her. He feels like she's left him. It doesn't really matter why. Which is because he's a broken dude. There's all those broken windows. I can, you know, yeah. that just occurred to I me. Mean, but and the story, the prose story of, you know, the, the it goes into you know comparing the story of Jumbo the elephant to his missing father, um, is heartbreaking. It's just it's interesting. That the prose happened when it did because I had created my opinion of this character in a negative light, much like you, Connor. And after reading the prose, I was like, oh. Okay, that makes sense. 
You know, it, it gave it gave me a little more context to to who he was. It did go on way too long, though. I agree, it was long. It was <laughs> overall, though, it's a fast for 176 pages. It's a fast read. I mean, you're... yeah, uh, yeah. I read it in one sitting, totally in one sitting. Yeah, yeah. Eminem is like hands down a master. It's yes, just, like, like this is just amazing. It really is a little bit of like whatever he wants to draw. I'm fine with. Yeah, agreed. And, and I think like we're lucky. He's actually one of the one of the modern masters who does quite a lot of work. Yep. You know, I put him up there is sort of in the quietly category as being one of those really good guys, but like we see him a little more often. So maybe it doesn't feel quite as special. I mean, quietly is so, you know, gets lost in what he's drawing where I get the sense that Eminem, uh, not that his work ethic is better or whatnot, but Eminem, you know, produces. And he appreciates economy. Yeah. To an extent. Yeah. I think. But, but it, either way, I like the way that his stuff looks a ton. I really like his style. Even though his style has changed, there's always something about Eminem that's still in there. But the thing that really puts him over the top for me is that just his storytelling is so good. And, yeah. and when we when we when we talk about you know good storytelling, like he's one of the first guys I always think of. Whenever I, I read his books, I just marvel at sort of just how efficiently he moves, you know, among yeah. the panels and and tells the story like he's supposed to, which is which is the main art, the main job. Ooh. Well, and and what I what I think is amazing to go back to your other point is that you know he's he's doing superhero books and then taking the time to go and do a hundred and you know he didn't do all hundred seventy six pages but to do a hundred and fifty or so pages of this breathable graphic novel that his wife writes I mean like no other not many other artists I know are doing that yeah you know is she done what do I I know I know her name and she's written she's other done stuff a lot of comics yeah she did the uh, what's called didn't she do the Hellcat yeah. Yeah, she did Hellcat. She's done stuff here and there for uh, for Marvel. You know, I'm looking. She did the uh, she did the Agent Carter uh, comic that came out of uh, that Operation Sin that was around uh, a couple of years ago. And she's done some X Men stuff and Journey into Mystery. She did the with Sif when you know um, okay. the Mighty Sif. Okay, so she's definitely yeah, so, been around. Yeah, she's been around mostly on the Marvel side of things. Um, but you know, but like if you remember the graphic novel before this, it's they point. did they they did Moving Pictures. That's it. Uh, I knew it. Yeah, that. yeah. That's the that's the one. Uh, it's got like a gray col- cover with red. You know, that was the the World War II story. But the art, remember? Yep. Yep. Um, who published that? That was Top Shelf. Top Shelf did that. So it's interesting to know that this was not written in a traditional style. In interesting. Like, like she didn't write the book and he drew it. She was off on a work trip and he was sending her art because they, they, where she was, she couldn't get self-reception, so they couldn't talk, so he would just send her drawings, and when, he came, when they came back, they decided to put the drawings together into a story, and so they kind of worked on it at the same time. He, he redrew the front half while she wrote the back half, and, but they didn't, they didn't really communicate. And interesting. Then, uh, and they put it together. Oh, interesting. Do you think that, that is a, reflects how you, your negative take on it? Or? I, don't, I'm not, I, don't, I, just, I think the whole thing, was, from a story point, wasn't very good, so I don't know yeah. how that affects it, but... Yeah, it is interesting to know that it didn't really, you know, sort of a, almost a Marvel old Marvel style where he, they, she put a story to his pictures. Yeah, which is interesting, which you almost never see that in a graphic novel format, you know, which is um, that's fascinating. That's very cool. When you're doing Eminem, you can get that done. Man, it's just seriously, he uh, he I, I feel like I already really liked his work, but this book put him up a couple of notches for me just in, because it's just it's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. Yeah, just so good. So. It's a little like, uh, like you know, Mazzucchelli did a serious polyp. You just, yeah. Look what you've done. Look, look what you've done here. This is completely different. Yep. And no. even if you didn't like, even if you didn't love the story, you didn't get into it. Like, the very least, it is, it is uh, impressive looking. Yeah, for sure. And I think it accomplishes stuff. what it was trying to do. 
You know yeah, I mean? no, I think I think it does too. I mean, it, I mean, it, it it's it's a tragedy. I mean, like you're not. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's supposed to be sad. I think I think it would be a really effective tragedy. You, you have to spend more time with the characters than than about four pages, and then then you have something to, to care about when it falls apart. Gotcha. I mean, her plan goes down on like page seven or ten, and it's just like, right. well, I don't know anything about this person. I don't care. Fair, well, fair I'm enough. sorry you didn't enjoy it more. <laughs> it's a bummer because I didn't enjoy his Miller book either. So it's been a while since I've enjoyed. Oh wow, that, so. you're you're yeah, you're down on Eminem. No, I'm not down. The art's been fine. It's just the story. Sure, the, yeah. the story the art's telling. I'm, I'm not. He hasn't really. done a project for you in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, he'll turn it around. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So this is so Russian Olive to Red King. It's uh, published by Ad House Books. You can, I mean, honestly, you can pick it up. Amazon's got it and they're selling it for like sixteen bucks, which is like. You know, for $16, it's worth it for, for the art alone, you know. So definitely go check that out. You can have a, head over to ifanboy.com where there's a post uh, about this show where you can talk about it. If you've read it, tell, let us know what you thought of it. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at, uh, at ifanboy and slash ifanboy on Facebook. And in two months, in March, we'll be back talking about another book uh, that hopefully Connor likes. <laughs> and hopefully I don't like it just to change yeah. things up, you know. Yeah, just don't mix it up. All right, so until then, I'm Ron. I'm Connor. And I'm Josh. Thanks. Yeah, I'm the king of broken hearts. I've lost before.